And I'm going to try and do this in 25 minutes today. So, but if I don't, I tried, okay? All right. So, we've been looking at the last few weeks, we've been going over a series on our values, discussing who we are. And, and you know, we realized as we were talking about how important our values are, because it's those things that we value. <laughs> what do we value in life? And so we talked about these things that we value, that, that we find from, from God's word, that God has us. And so we are, we, are, we, we, are, we are working with God to, to make sure that, that we are going on the right track of God. We are, we are following in His ways and we value what He values. And we've looked at things like um, Christ-centered. Christ-centered, Jesus at the center of the church. You know, we're not just a, a social group that has a common set of values, or, but we, we are the church. We are the church. And Jesus is at the center of that church. And uh, last week, Danny spoke with the third pastor. It was a fantastic message, and, 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 and particularly in line with you know, the, the passing of the Majesty just the week before, and uh, looking at the life of, of, of the Queen, who was, who was so servant-hearted. Today we're going to look at honourable, still thinking, you know, uh, how, how honourable, you know, one thing that, that came out of the, of the Queen's funeral was with what great honour she was held, because of this honourable life that she lived. Right, and so, um, so, and one of our values is that we are we can value to being honourable, and the strapline says, and giving honour where God says it is due. So, it's giving up, being living honourably, and giving honour where it's due. One Peter two verse eleven and twelve says, "Beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul, having your conduct." Honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evil to us, they may by your good works, which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. And you know what? The, 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 he says that, that they may, uh, your, your conduct may be honorable among the Gentiles, not just on a Sunday, but Monday to Sunday, when we're out here in the world, among the Gentiles. Not, not being honorable and put on our church face on a Sunday, but being honorable living honourable lives. The King James Version um, translates that as, as uh, honest. It says that your conduct may be honest. And the usage of that word is, is morally good, noble, genuine, genuine, that your conduct may be genuine, that, that, that those that see it may see your genuine, your, your, your noble, your morally good works and glorify God in the day of visitation. That's what it's about, isn't it? Bringing glory to God. One, so that those people can can recognize God and, and can respond to God, so that He can have mercy on them, like He's had mercy on us. That's yes. the whole point of this. The whole point of the church that that we would represent people, represent God to people. So God, and therefore we place great value on living lives that are honourable, living honourable lives. Having our conduct honourable among the Gentiles. And so living honourably also means, as the strapline says, giving honour where, where honour is due. So to God first, God first, giving honour to God first, and then to others. And obviously, each, each one that we give honour to, is, 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 it looks a different way to, to, the, to those that we give honour to, doesn't it? So Paul says to, to Timothy, in 1 Timothy, Five, verses 1 and 2, he says, Do not rebuke an older man, but exalt him as a father. Younger men as brothers, 
older women as mothers, younger women as sisters with all purity. Who said David was at Sandy? And the, the context of the shower is like that, but hey, do not rebuke an older man, but exalt him as a father. Do not rebuke a younger man, but exalt him as a brother. Don't rebuke an older woman, but exalt her as a, as showing honor to everybody, each in a different way. Please don't, please don't, don't exhort me as your mother. That would be weird and it would be confusing, okay? Ruth, <laughs> exhort me as a brother or, or as a father, depending on the age, right? So but we, we honor each other dependent on, on the role and the position that person has in our lives. There, there's an honor that comes with love as well. You know, I honor my wife. We, we are covenant partners. We're in this thing together. And so I honor my wife. I love her. And with that love, I give her honor. We are covenant partners. We, we are co-heirs of the, of the grace of God. And we're in this thing together. And so wherever we need to make any major decisions, any decisions, we always try to get into agreement. Now, if it's, if it's regarding the color of the curtains, I'd love to say that I win, but you guys agree with me, right? Why well, going to win, right? But we still try to get into agreement about it, okay? <laughs> because we honor each other's and we respect each other's opinions. But there's something that are just going to win, we know that. But when it comes to the big, the big things, when it comes to the big things, you know, our finances, where we're going to live, the spiritual direction we're taking, we try to get into agreement and we generally do, but if we can't, then my word has to go because I'm the one that has to give an account before God. Not because my opinion is better than my wife, but because I'm accountable to God as the spiritual head of the house. It's up to me to give an account to God, not to Sandy. He's going to say to me, not to Sandy. Well, what did you do there? So we get into agreement as far as possible and we honor each other. So there's a love, there's an honor rather, that comes with love. The same with your kids, you know. The, 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 there's an honor that comes with, your, with, 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 with the love for your kids, but that is obviously a different honor that you give to your kids. You don't honor your kids the same as you honor your, your, your wife. But the honor you give to your kids is just listen to them. Just, you know, I think one of the, the if I can recall my youth, and because we don't have kids, but if one thing I remember from my youth is that we were, nobody listened to us. We were disregarded, and, and, and children have no voice, really. But, but parents make the, make the decisions. You can honor your kids by, by listening to them, by, by making time for them, can't you? Spend time with your kids. It honors them, listens to what they have to say. You don't give them the keys to the car until they've got their license. You don't, just by listening to them, you don't, you don't give them the run of the house and they make the decisions, but you still listen to them. And they're not condescending. You're not condescending, but you raise them up and you listen to them and you, you lead them, guide them, and you train them up in the way they should go. But they have a voice in your house. You know, I remember my father telling us that, my mother told us, that my granddad once said to my dad, you know, there's three people in this house. There, there, there's anybody, there's somebody, there's nobody. I'm, any, I'm, I'm somebody, your mother's anybody, and you are nobody. <laughs> Talk about cutting the child down, taking them over the ankles. It's not the way to raise kids, is it? That is not giving them, raising them with dignity and honor. And you know what? If we want to live honorably, we need dignity. We need yes. honor. Yes. And so living, but living this honorable life starts with giving honor to God. We live honorably, we start by giving honor to God. John chapter 5, verses 39 to 44. Jesus speaking, and he's talking to the Pharisees. 
these rulers of this law, the, the religious leaders of the day. And he says, you search the scriptures for them, then you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me, what irony. He says, but you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. I don't receive honor from men, but I know you that you do not have the love of God in you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, whom you receive? And in verse 44, he says this, How can you believe who receive honor from one another, but don't seek the honor that comes from the only God? But don't seek the honor. You know, we all need to feel honored. I mean, if you've ever been dishonored, you know what that feels like. We all need honor and a sense of honor. That is where we get it from. And these people, they've got Jesus with them. And they're dishonoring him. They're disregarding him, disrespecting him. And they're seeking honor from one another. They're playing the honor game to look good among men. But Jesus says, how can you believe when you receive one honor from one another, but don't seek the honor that comes from the only God? You know what? To honor God is, is a life of faith. That's what the life of faith is all about. It's about honoring God. It's not faith is not about what can I get? How can I somehow manipulate God's word or get a, a good enough understanding and grasp of God's word that I can get what I want? It's not about just getting things. It is. It is about laying hold of, of God's promises. Of course it is. But the life of faith is about living a life that honors God, that puts God first that seeks Him first, that seeks honor from God first, so that no matter what it looks like over here, I know that I've done well from God. And seek God first. We honor God, we honor God by seeking honor from Him first. And you can flip that as well. And, and we seek honor from God. We seek honor from God by honoring Him. How do we, because how else do we get honor from God? It's by honoring God. As we honor God, we seek honor from God. There is nothing wrong with receiving and seeking honor. We need to, but from the right source, not from man, from God. And you know what? As we do that, we will walk in faith. Verse 44, how can you believe when you don't receive honor from God? So when you seek honor from God, you're walking that life of faith. And that is building us up. That is enabling us to live a life that is honorable. You receive honor and you can live honorably. Your mind is set on heavenly things. And then God is glorified by the Gentiles on that day of visitation. When, you know, I do believe that there are times and seasons in our lives. I can look back into my life before I came to, to faith in Jesus. And there was at least four or five times in my life where, where I had the opportunity to bow the knee and to receive Jesus as my Savior. And sadly, I didn't. But fortunately for me, God continues to come back. Yes. And there are times and seasons, there's a day of visitation. And when that day of visitation comes, we don't want to have done anything to offend or, or turn anybody away that's out there in the world that doesn't yet know Jesus. We, we, want, we want people to see by our good works, but to see by our good works that, that we are genuine, that, that this God that we declare is alive and He has made a genuine change in our life, that, that we aren't flaky, that we aren't two-faced, that we are who we say we are, and we are changed 
by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the, by the life of God in us. So, God is glorified on the day of visitation when we live lives that are honourable among the Gentiles. And, and in order to get there, we need to, to seek honour from God. And that, that, that honour is, 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 is... It comes by humbling ourselves. We honour God when we, when we humble ourselves. When, 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 when we, in faith, humble ourselves before God and we seek honour from Him. When we seek honour from God, when we say, your ways are better than my ways. I'm going to seek your ways. They are better than my ways. I will bow my will to your will. I will bow my understanding to your understanding and to your wisdom, God. I'll bow my understanding. I'm going to do joys. I will seek your ways and I will seek them so that I can live by them. Jesus likened this kind of life to abiding in the vine. Do you remember John 15 where he said, I am the vine and you are the branches. When we seek a life that, 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 that honors God, that seeks honor from God and to give honor to God, that is when we become intrinsically linked with God. Our lives yielded to his ways and we draw a life from him. And from that, we bear good fruit. We bear much good fruit. Humility seeks honor from God by humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God. Humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God. If you want honor, humble yourself. If you want to be lifted up, humble yourself. And God will raise you up and use you. But allow God to do it. You know, a scripture I put just recently there, the Lord brought to mind, was that the Lord blesses and with it he adds no pain. With it he adds no pain. You know, God is glorified. Jesus said in John 15 that God is glorified when we bear good fruit. Much good fruit, in fact, he said. God is not glorified by us being downtrodden and broken and in and, 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 and the gutter. God wants to lift us up. But let's do it God's way. Because when we elevate ourselves, when we put ourselves on a pedestal, when we seek honor from, from men, and what is going to look good for me with these people, that's when we're going to come for a crash. But when we seek honor from God, when we humble ourselves, God will exalt us and God will give us honor. Habakkuk 2.2 2, 2 to 2.4. And I know you all thought I was going to go somewhere else with this, but Habakkuk 2.2 2 says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run it who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will surely come, it will not tarry. So God is saying, listen, when you've got a vision from me, whether that is a whether that's a, a gift of a spirit kind of vision or whether you just have a God-given vision, a destiny, that you know God is leading you in this direction. He says, write it down. Make sure that you, you, you record this thing. He said, because it's going to take time to get there. And you're going to have to live a life of faith between now and then. You see, Jesus said in Mark 11, he said, he described faith like this. He says, you believe it, and then you receive it. You believe you have it, and you, there's a time period. And he never says what that time period is, right? But there's always a time lapse between believing you're receiving and receiving. Write down the vision, that's where you go into. You will receive it, but there's going to be a time period. There's going to be a time period. So write down the vision. And he says, and then he says this. He says, 
Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Behold, what has the proud got to do with living by faith? Everything. Absolutely everything. Another scripture that we can think of in the Gospels. Do you recall the time where it said that, I think it was Mark 6, it said that Jesus went to his own hometown and he was preaching and performing all these mighty miracles. The woman with the issue of blood for 12 years had just been healed and all these incredible things had been happening. And then the people saw Jesus and said, hold on, isn't this the carpenter? They reduced him down to someone they knew, a carpenter. They said, don't be no, this is like a Mary and those brothers and his sisters here on Hymas, we know this guy. And it said that, that and, and Jesus turned and he said, you know, a prophet is not without honor, except in his own hometown, among his own people and in his own family. And I think that is just such a tragedy. That is absolutely tragic. The people that know him the best rejected him. They dishonored him. What does the Bible say about familiarity breeds contempt? And, and it says that in that place, Jesus could do no mighty work because of their unbelief. They dishonored him, and with it was unbelief. The cause of that was unbelief and dishonor going together. Here in Habakkuk 2, the Lord shows us the proud cannot live by faith. He says the just will live by his faith, but the proud can't. Well, that, that means the proud, that the just isn't proud, doesn't it? In first of the just is not proud. The just, we have got to humble ourselves, church. Humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, and He will exalt us. He will give us honor. We honor God by walking in His ways. And faith is about believing that all of his ways are right. Not, not, just, not just how to lay hold of the promises that he's given me. But when he says, forgive your enemies and pray for them. Pray for who's, who's praying for the enemies this week? I hope actually I hope you don't have any enemies. But, you know, but, but you know, it's just an opportunity. When, when someone wrongs you, when someone hurts you un unnecessarily. To do God's way, to do it God's way. It takes great faith. It does. It takes great faith to believe that God's ways are better than mine. So I pray for them and then I enter into his rest. I leave it at that. Leave it at that. Do it God's way and leave it at that. That is the life of faith. So to live an honorable life starts with giving honor to God. Giving honor to God and seeking honor from God by honoring him. Seeking honor from God by honoring Him. As in receiving the honor from God. Receiving. Honor empowers me. Honor builds me up. Honor gives me that, that almost like a, that, that, that higher cause when all I want to do is just give up and throw in the towel. Honor builds me up. Dishonor, if you think of that, disempowers. It, it weakens. It, it breaks down. Honor builds up but from the right source, from the right source. Yeah. And that is why we honor one another. You know, nothing can cause offense quicker than the feeling of being dishonored or disrespected or slighted. It is so easy for that to happen, especially in the social media culture and the text messages where things can come across the wrong way. It's so easy to feel dishonored or slighted. 
And that is why we have got to be so careful to live lives that are honorable, seeking honor from God, receiving honor from God, and honoring others, making sure that we give honor where honor is due, where it's due. Not, not where it's not true, but where it is true, we give honor. But the honor that, that God gives us, we need to receive it. He has, he has honored us. God already has honored us. You know, you and I are called to be ambassadors of Jesus Christ. What an honor. That is an honor. To stand here, what an honor. But to represent God to people, that is an incredible honor. God has, has made us heirs, the Bible says. Heirs of God. And joint heirs, co-heirs of Jesus Christ. What an honor. What an honor to be a joint heir of Jesus Christ. We are nothing for it. God has raised me up. And Romans 8 says that he predestined you to be conformed to the image of Jesus. That he would be the firstborn among many brethren. God has, 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 has not so much just come down, but he has lifted us up and met us halfway. That he has honored us. That we are little brothers and sisters to Jesus. He is the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And it goes on and it says that, it says that and if he has predestined you to this, he has also called you. God has called you. God has justified you. And God has glorified you. Has glorified you. I mean, to be glorified means to be, to be given dignity, to be honored. If you are glorified, it's like a I think it was in terms of an of, of athlete winning, get, taking up the, 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 the first place podium, you know, getting that, that laurel on his head and the, and the, the winner's cup or whatever it is. <coughs> God has glorified you. He has put you on a pedestal. You are his. You are his beloved child. He has honored you. He has taken us as we are. As we are. We didn't have to clean up our act before we came to the and he loves you today as much as he'll ever love you. He loves you totally today. And he has honored you. And you need to live in that honor. You need to acknowledge, be a come aware of that honor, seek that honor from God, and receive it. Live in that honor. God has given us honor. Romans 12, 10, ESV says, Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Isn't that a fantastic scripture? Outdo one another in showing honor. You know what? None of us is perfect. But we can still treat one another with honor and respect. Eh? Recognize that, that Christ in us, the hope of glory. Let's not be like the people in Jesus' hometown. Where, 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 they, where they dishonored him and they, they were full of unbelief. But, but we are going to recognize Christ in each other, recognize the gift in the house that is among us, recognize Christ's child. And so this morning, what I want to do, I said I'd be 25 minutes, that's 23. That's not bad. Sure. Mm -hmm. right. 